From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, July 12th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio Gun Violence Caucus met this morning to discuss what needs to be done in the legislature to stop gun violence. Tracy Townsend reports. Hamilton County Sheriff Charmaine McGuffey was the keynote speaker. She touched on a number of things, including current gun laws that she believes contribute to the state's rate of gun violence. Because we don't pay attention to the red flag laws and we're not out there uh, working on really sensible gun legislation, we're empowering people to settle their disputes with a weapon. And the sheriff went on to say that weapons on the street create anxiety for law enforcement officers who are trying to work with their community. I'm Tracy Townsend. Governor Mike DeWine has vetoed legislation allowing Ohio residents to set off fireworks on certain holidays. The Republican governor used his executive power once again to push back on state lawmakers' decision to pass a bill that would change Ohio's fireworks safety laws by allowing non-professionals to set off fireworks without requiring compliance with standard safety measures. State law currently allows residents to purchase fireworks but not set them off. The bill will now go back to the legislature where lawmakers can override DeWine's veto with a three fifths vote. A Southwest Ohio school district will have at least some of their students wearing masks to begin the school year. Steve Vaughn has more. The Tallawanda School Board in Oxford voted 3-0 to mandate masks for elementary students in grades pre-K through 5. I was really hoping that we could go back to more normalcy because we're all tired, as many of you have said. But we also have to be responsible. School board member Dr. Mary Jane Roberts. Masks will be optional in the secondary schools. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Some companies are having to make big decisions in trying to keep their workers satisfied as the transition back to the office begins. Marissa Signs reports. Some are willing to take pay cuts to stay home. This job market is going to be exceptionally tough for top-tier talent. President of Cleveland Society for Human Resource Management, George Sample, says things can get tricky. Pay cut at your peril. I think you will lose when it comes to the overall talent profile of your organization if you decide to go that route. According to Sample, a working hybrid option is what's most common amongst companies. Sample says employers need to consider both the employee and the job. There will be some employees that just don't come back to the workplace. I'm Marissa Signs. The investigation into the fireworks-related death of a Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender is in the hands of a prosecutor in Michigan. Tracy Townsend explains. 24-year-old Matisse Kivlenix died after he was hit by a firework. This happened earlier this month near Detroit. We've reported on that. We should know police tell us they are not requesting any charges. And at last check, this was being investigated as a tragic accident. I'm Tracy Townsend. In north-central Ohio, a young boy died of drowning over the weekend. Molly Brewer reports. Marion County Sheriff's deputies say the three-year-old drowned in a creek over the weekend. Deputies got a call about a missing child on Friday. Deputies and firefighters went out to search for him, but it was a family member who found the toddler in a nearby creek. Emergency responders took the boy to the hospital where he died early Saturday morning. This case, though, is still under investigation. I'm Molly Brewer. An elderly Ohio woman is dead following a house explosion. More from Eric Brown. The Fayette County Sheriff's Office said the blast in New Holland was reported around 7.30 Saturday morning. 70-year-old Patricia Miller was killed in the explosion while her 71-year-old husband, Ted, was airlifted to a Columbus hospital. He was last listed in critical condition and no other injuries were reported. Various agencies, including the State Fire Marshal's Office, are investigating the cause of the explosion. 
Eric Brown, ONN News. A veteran from Toledo who served three active duty tours in the Middle East is reacting to President Joe Biden's decision to conclude the mission in Afghanistan. Michael Sandlin has the story. Sergeant David Goodman says it was an emotional moment. Just joy, a happiness. Goodman believes it's time for the U.S. to leave things in the hands of the Afghan government. I think that we've given them all the resources and given them all the money that we can, and hopefully they can use those and fight the Taliban on their own. Goodman says while he thinks the United States had good intentions, the conflict was drawn out and lacked clear-cut objectives, but says he's still proud of his service and of his country. Oh, I love America every day more than the day before. Reporting in Toledo, Michael Sandlin. And a Democratic congressional primary in Northeast Ohio has emerged as a test for progressives. Angela Ann explains. Former staff Senator Nina Turner, who was a notable supporter of Bernie Sanders for president, is the best known of many running to replace former Congresswoman Marsha Fudge of Cleveland in a special election. But powerful establishment Democrats have endorsed Turner's chief opponent, Chantel Brown. Many nationally pegged the race as a proxy for the larger war within the Democratic Party, pitting the progressive causes Turner embraces against more moderate, longtime power brokers who fear pushing too far to the left. Angela Ann, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.